I looked up to the girls in my high school because this this wasn't always a, a dream for me because I didn't think it was possible. Um, I think I just kind of landed here, right? Like I said, just just loving the game of basketball and it just took me to the next level and then the next level I got to college and was told, Court, you might get drafted. I'm like, for real? Really? <laughs> so I don't think it was ever a, an expectation I had for myself or, you know, you hear kids say, oh, I want to be in a W at a young age. For me, it was just, I want to play basketball. So wherever that took me is where it took me. And thank God it took me to the highest level. Hey everybody, Hannah Donnelly here for another episode of On Her Mark WNBA edition. We have a league vet on the show today, Courtney Williams. Last season, she helped bring Connecticut to the championship where they put up a good battle against the Aces. Then in free agency, she agreed to call Chicago her new home city. Courtney is known for playing big on the court with both skill and energy. Today, she shares where that competitive nature was born and how she ended up playing basketball at the highest level. I also ask her about her backup plan because the W wasn't a dream when she was growing up simply because she didn't know it was possible. And her answer really surprised me. And as she explained it more, it started to make more sense. We talk about her excitement for playing with the team in Chicago, Plus, Courtney shares the one person who can lift her up when she needs it. Enjoy my conversation with Courtney Williams. Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking the time. No problem. So new year, new team. Are you settled in Chicago yet? Are you how are you feeling? Oh, yeah. I just got out here like two days ago. So everything's smooth so far. And this is new for you. This is like big city from a small town girl. <laughs> Tell me about what you're most looking forward to and most nervous about in this new environment. I'm excited about the players. I'm excited to see, um, to play for James. I heard great things about him um, and play with Kali and Marina, Izzy. So I'm super excited. I don't really know too much about the city, uh, but I'm open to it. <laughs> It's one of my favorite cities. I think there's a, there's a lot to explore, um, but you know, I'm sure your teammates have better sense of, of the hot spots and things like that. Um, and that so you were a free agent this past year. Talk to me about what that was like for you. Um, how did you land in Chicago? Walk me through that. Man, it was stressful. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I was stressed out the whole time because it's just, it's like being in gym and trying to figure out who pick you. Like, okay, am I going to get picked in the middle? Am I going to get picked last? Like, yeah, you have the freedom to choose where you want to go, but it's all of negotiating and, and just making it make sense for both sides of it. Um, But, I mean, we got it done. You know, Chicago is talking nice to me, so we made it work. And you had a couple calls from some teammates to really sell oh, yeah. you on it. Is that right? Yeah, Kalia, Kalia hit me. She was like, Court, I, I need to play alongside a dog. So I'm like, I got you. And that you bring this energy to the, I mean, skills aside, the energy that you bring to the court and to mm. a team is incredible. How do you stay so locked in all the time? Man, I just be having fun. You know, I, I just, I feel like I don't take it too serious. Like at the end of the day, it's still basketball. It's still something that I love to do. 
Um, so I just make sure I never lose sight of that. Like I, I enjoy playing basketball. So I make sure that I have fun every time I go out there. Tell me about when you found basketball and where, when you fell in love with it. Oh man, I'm from a small town, right? Folks. And so, um, we ain't really have much still kind of don't have that much. So you kind of have to lean on things that, um, you know, got us outside. Right. So my dad went and bought us a basketball goal and he put it right in front of the yard and all the neighborhood kids would come over. And if I wanted to play, I mean, granted it was my goal, but still you got to earn that spot on somebody's team. So I think just being competitive from a young age and having wanting a bit picked up, right. Mm-hmm. I'm around a bunch of boys and I'm the only girl. So I got to make sure I'm good at something if I want to play. So I think just that competitiveness. Do you think, I mean, you're, you play so big. Do you think that came from playing with, with guys when you were younger oh, yeah. or somewhere else? No, nah, I think, I think that was it. I think I'm um, trying to figure out where I can get in and fit in and, and do different things that can affect the game. So I think I realized that kind of, from high school going into college, like a lot of guards don't really rebound like that. So I think I kind of just stuck with that and, you know, it, it got me here. We're looking ahead to 2023. Mm-hmm. All right. New era for Chicago, really. Mm-hmm. Um, huge opportunity here. You got right. a taste to play with Izzy in AU. Right. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about the energy. I mean, the personalities you guys have on the team mm-hmm. is fun. And oh, you're yeah. talking, you you know, you're saying that you love to be out there. So tell me the dynamic of the team or that you expect this year for this new team. Man, I think I think it's gonna be a lot of trash talking. I think I think we all um, we all very spicy. So I think we gonna we gonna get after it every night for sure. I love that. I love that. And so let's talk about AU a little bit because two years for you. Um, mm-hmm. It looks so fun. <laughs> it looks yeah. really fun. How do you think that having a U has helped your game, but helped the kind of the, the level of the W overall? I think it gives players that opportunity to not have to go overseas um, and still be able to get in legitimate runs up and down. Um, so I think it's just a, a great resource mm-hmm. to have if, you know, you don't want to go overseas for those seven, eight, however long um, mm-hmm. amount of time. So I definitely think it's a great thing that, that Athletes Unlimited is doing. And when you when you get there and there is and you switch teams each week. Right. Uh, some people are like this. That's crazy. That's, that's wild. Yeah, it, it is Talk crazy. about how you're able to kind of go from teammates one week with someone, then you're a competitor the next week. Like, how do you balance that to? Um, to leverage when you're playing alongside them and then attack. <laughs> I think it's just understanding everyone's weaknesses and strengths, right? Mm-hmm. When, when they're on your team, you got to know what they're good at. When they're not on your team, you got to know what they're not all that good at, right? Or yeah. what is not the strongest part of their game. Um, so I think it's just being mindful um, and just taking notes, right? Whether they're on your team, playing against them, just making sure you're taking notes, Um but it was fun. Like you said, it's fun. It was definitely different. It, I mean, even being in it, it still was crazy. Like, oh, my gosh, another week of of, of a different team. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, it, it was just fun. It was, it was definitely fun. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's really crazy to see. I mean, last year, especially so many women just get training camp contracts from that. Um, so when you being in the league now for, for the time that you have, how have you seen the league grow Mm. and how do you think it's, um, what do you think needs to happen for it to continue to grow? I think just getting eyes on it. Right. Um, I think marketing, um, continue, I think it's, it's definitely going in the right direction. Um, I think just continuing to, to market the product the correct way. Right. Um, I think we saw um, during the women's NCAA how it was marketed, how they kind of dialed in on certain drama and certain tension, right? And I think that got a lot of eyes on it. Um, so I think just creating those same narratives, obviously not being messy, but still just creating some sort of drama, some sort of buildup, some sort of tension so people can get excited and be like, hey, like, we need to lock in and, and check this out. So I think just the marketing aspect of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you're, you're totally right about that is, you know, not messy drama, but, but drama, like there's two super teams this year. There's, there are, there's a lot of movement. There was a lot of movement in the off season. So that's, that's a huge part of it. And, you know, 27th season this year, when you were growing up, the Mm. W didn't have it wasn't what it is today. So who did right. you look up to um, playing wise that, that inspired you to chase this dream? Man, I look up, I looked up to the girls in my high school because this, this wasn't always a, a dream for me because I didn't think it was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just kind of landed here. Right. Like I said, just, just loving the game of basketball and it just took me to the next level. And then the next level I got to college and, was told, Corey, you might get drafted. I'm like, for real? Really? <laughs> so I don't think it was ever a, an expectation I had for myself. Or, you know, you hear kids say, oh, I want to be in a W at a young age. For me, it was just, I want to play basketball. So wherever that took me is where it took me. And thank God it took me to the highest level. What would um what would you be doing if you weren't playing basketball? Oh, I was gonna be in the military, like secret service. Secret service. Yeah, I wanted to do like have a team of like six and go be like superheroes or something. That that was always like my dream because I just watched so many movies and that was like my favorite movie. So like and then in my high school, like we had people come to the high school and kind of get us hyped to go into the military and make us do pull ups and stuff and see who could do the most pull ups during lunch. And I was always right there, top dog. So I'm like, yeah, I think I think this is my thing right here. And then I got an offer, which is crazy. I only had one offer to go to college. Yeah, I only had one offer from the University of South Florida. And my mama was like, girl, you better go commit to that college. <laughs> so like I said, it's just kind of where I ended up. It was never really like this dream that I had. It was just something that I just loved to do. Mm-hmm. And it just worked out well for me. Sounds like this uh, competitive, competitive spirit you have was born at a young age and and oh, yeah. won't ever leave. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so, were you competitive? I mean, I know that your your dad um, was a huge part of of this for you, and he yeah. watching him at games, Courtney is like, like you think you bring a lot of energy. I'm like, who? Uh-huh. Like this is a competition here. Who's bringing more energy? Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. it like? Um, does he have that competitive nature? Does it come from him? Does it come from your mom? Who does it come from? 
Oh, no, nah, my pops for sure. When we was young, he used to make me and my sister go outside and run. And at first, he would just let us run. But then when we got, like, a little bit older, he would give us a little head start. And he will be like, if I catch you, just don't let me catch you. It's going to be bad. <laughs> so, and then, like, that wasn't really threatening me. Wasn't much of a motivation. So then he was like, all right, if you beat me, I'll give you $20. And that's all I needed to hear. Like, yeah. So at a young age, the money motivated me. So he would give me a head start and he would be like, if you beat me back to the house, I'll give you $20. So I That's amazing. going so hard. So <laughs> it definitely started at that young age for sure. That's awesome. Did you play any other sports growing up or was basketball the, the one love? Nah, I played whatever could get me out of school. So track, softball. We don't really have much sports. Um, at my at my high school, we I wanted to play volleyball when we have a volleyball team. Um, so it was just track, softball, and basketball for me. That's awesome. Sure. And look and look where it brought you. And I love that it's the still the passion. Have you ever felt that you lost the passion and had to re? refined it, you know, again, um, to kind of spark the passion to work hard and to compete or has that just stayed the whole time? For now, it's still here. I'm, yeah. I'm getting older though. Right. So I think, um, I have my days for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, we still rocking and rolling. <laughs> That's great. And we're glad that you are. <laughs> Appreciate it. And this season, um, well, you're partnering with Moolah Kicks, mm-hmm. um, which is the first uh, basketball shoe made for women by women. Um, right. So talk to me about why this made sense to you and why you jumped on it. I think it's exactly what you just said. Uh, a basketball shoe made by women for women. I think that was a big thing for me. Um, and I sat down when I was with Connecticut um, and they kind of just chose me for the interview and I was like, okay, let me see what it's about. And then I sat down beside Natalie and we was just chopping it up. And I was just asking her questions about the shoe. And she was just telling me different things that like was mind blowing to me. Like, right. for example, just telling me like, with this shoe is made for a woman's foot. I didn't even know that it was made differently. I guess in hindsight, we should know that a, a woman's foot is built differently from a man's. But I guess it was just never something I thought about. And when she was just kind of giving me all the information behind how the shoe is made. And I know a big thing for me is that I have to break a shoe in. And once I break that shoe in, that's kind of my shoe for the season. I don't really change shoes at all, Um, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because when I play AU and we had to change teams every week, I changed my shoe every week with the moolah kicks in my shoe. My foot was fine. So I'm like, okay, like this is different because now I can change my shoe to match my jersey each time I want to um, have a different look. So um, I think her just informed me on, on the shoe and, and then actually playing in the shoe. Yeah. They, they got something going on for sure. And I'm glad I'm a part of it. Yeah. That's awesome. And and I think like, there's no way a lot of people, when they hear that there wasn't a basketball shoe for women are surprised by it. And then it's like, mm-hmm. well, they've done everything. The companies have done everything to make us feel like we are wearing a women's shoe, right? right. Women's sizing, all these things. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't think you're alone in that. And I'm excited to see, to see you on the court with that this year. Um, as I'm sure Natalie is too. Um, so talk to me about, uh, your pregame routine. Do you mm-hmm. have, are you like a creature of habit? 
Are you doing the same thing every single time? Are you just like a go with the flow? Courtney, take me through this. <laughs> I think it just depends on, on what it looks like. So my, it, it shifts if like my family is in town, right? Mm -hmm. Things have to get done a little bit differently, but for the most part, for me, I kind of keep things the same. I'm not like, oh my gosh, it gotta be this way, but it's, it's pretty much a certain type of way. Like wake up, got to take my dogs out, chill around the house. Like, I don't really know what it's going to look like here in Chicago just yet. Cause I don't know the times of the mm -hmm. shoot arounds and how early we have to be to the gym and things of that nature. But once I kind of figure out what the routine looks like, I don't really waver too much off of, off of that routine. And mm -hmm. realistically we can't, like we still have to be in certain places at certain times. So we have to make sure we're doing certain things. Um, and like I said, I'm getting older, so I'll probably have to add in stretching and all these different things to just make sure that my body is prepared for the game. Absolutely. Um, and when you played with the sun, a lot of them were saying that you've got some good taste in music and some good dance moves. Are you bringing that to Chicago? <laughs> for sure. I got to do that. That's just me. So I definitely got to bring that to Chicago. What What's your like uh, pregame? What are you listening to? Oh man, I'm a city girl. <laughs> You're so, the small town city girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm a city girl. Man. I love the city girls. I love the city girls. I love uh, I love music. That's just hype music. Um, before I play in basketball games, so anything that's hype, I I listen to. And after the game, are you? How do you like decompress? Do you look back on a game and? and like study what went well, what went wrong? Are you kind of like overpass done? I'm going to move on. Um, what does post game look like? So it depends on, on how I play. Because <laughs> if, I, if I had like a bad game, um, I try and like dissect certain things, but I try not to dwell too much on it because the reality is, is we play so often that you can't really dwell too much. You got to be ready to move on to the next one. So you know, even if I play well, right, get on, get on Instagram, social medias, check out all the good stuff. And then I'm like, all right, like it's time to move on. It's time for the next one. Um, so that's kind of how I am. I kind of take a moment for it, dissect it. And then it's like, all right, on to the next. That's a, I think that's a healthy approach. Yeah. I think that's a good, <laughs> that's a good approach. So, you know, we, we talked earlier about how not really having this dream when you were younger, mm -hmm. but now there's so many young girls and boys that can watch the WNBA. So when yeah. young girls are in the stands wearing your jerseys and screaming mm -hmm. for you guys and saying, I want to be like you, how does that feel? Does that does, I mean, does it, it sink it, in? It, it feel good. Uh, it, it feel like a responsibility. <laughs> For sure. It feels like a responsibility of just making sure that I'm leading by example and um, you know, I'm I'm doing I'm a I'm that role model that they can look up to. Um so yeah, it ain't so much of like for me personally now, it is not so much of like I think at first it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But now it's more of like, all right, Court, like you have a responsibility now to just make sure that you're doing the right things and you're leading by example in the right way. It is a responsibility. And I think, but you know what? And I think it's a, it's a good approach to look at it in that way too. Mm. Um, and I'm excited to see this next generation really blossom as they see it. Cause imagine having, imagine having this, like what if 10 year old Courtney had the WNBA as it is today? 
like that's a fact that it would be something I probably would be shooting for. Yeah, but it was there. I just think, like you said, it's just more outlets now. Yes, just social media with Instagram, right? With TikTok with all these different avenues to just see is visible. It's much more visible, and I think that's you had to you had to dig for it before and. Um, there's some digging still happening, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it gets shaky, but it, you could get there. You, you can get, get there and people are, and that's, that's the most important thing. Um, sure. I ask everyone this question on your tough days, um, mm. when things are hard, whether it's practice, life, lift, whatever it might be, do you have a mantra that you lean on to get through? Yeah, my mama. <laughs> I call my mom and just go off. I, I just got to lay it all on. And she she has a way of just keeping me level-headed and, and settling me in. Um, so that's that'll be who I my go-to for sure. Does uh what's the best piece of advice that she's she's given you, whether bas- basketball related or not? Man, I don't know. She I, I don't know. It, it's nothing that is like something that she said. I think it's just more her energy. I think just her energy is always just calming for me. Um, Cause I mean, obviously she's been here all my life. So it's like, <laughs> she Mom's knows no best. Better. Yeah. She knows me better than anybody. So I feel like she know how to always just like, if I'm, if I'm being dramatic, like, of course, stop being so dramatic. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like, if I am making sense, just like, letting me know, like, it's going to be all right. Like, just, just mm-hmm. hang in there. Yeah. I love that. Mom knows best. Mom always knows best. Doesn't matter how old you get. That's <laughs> I always just wonder at what point when, when, uh, people become parents, do they then like innately just like, do they, do they have it? Do they have that knowledge? I'll be thinking that too. Like when I'm a mom, it's just going to like, it's just going to click, but I think it will. Cause I'm, I'm real good with my dogs. There and you go. I how many do-, do you have two dogs? Yeah, I got two dogs. Names and ages. So Dub, one name is Dub, and one name is Dime. You see what I did there, Dub and Dime. I another. If I get two more animals, it's gonna be Nickel and Penny. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I think I think you need to make that happen. Yeah, but four dogs is crazy. But Dub is an American bulldog, and he is five. And Dime is a King Charles Cavalier, like the dog of a lady in the tramp, and she is two. Oh my gosh. How sweet. How sweet. Yeah. Great combination for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I appreciate you taking the time today. Best of luck this season. Uh, We'll be rooting for you and platforms always here. We'd love to have you back. Thank you. The sky will face the Minnesota Lynx on Saturday, May 19th. That's it for me today, guys. Remember, you can listen to more player conversations right here on the podcast platform or head online and watch them on the NBC Sports Boston YouTube page. All right, guys, I'll catch you next time.